you would please before we start. Heavenly Father, I do ask you that you bless the bodies of these one Lord has called in and ask us to remember them this morning. They want to be here and they can't for some reason or another, Lord, and we ask you to touch their bodies, heal them quickly, bring them back, we pray in Jesus' name. Bless us here now as we study thy word together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would please, I want to start this morning in Proverbs 22. I have lately had the opportunity to deal with some rich people and poor people. And I got to thinking the other night, just sitting there studying, that things happen to the poor as much as they do to the rich. Amen. And listen, listen to what Proverbs 22 Verse 1 says, or 22 verse 1, <clears throat> A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and love and favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. Uh, I was reading that and studying that. And down through the ages, I've had the opportunity as a preacher I guess to deal with as many rich people as most people get uh, involved in. I know that uh, locking back shipping lines, uh, one of the richest guys in America at that time, several years ago, I was invited, I had a appointment with him to go see him about a matter, and and uh, his, his uh, secretary, private secretary, was uh, one of my Sunday school teachers at that time. And I talked to her about it. How can I get an appointment with him? He said, you be outside of his door in the morning. You go up to this, told me what floor he would be on. His office was on. You said, you'd be outside the elevator. When he gets off the elevator, you tell him who you are. (laughs) And I said, all right. So I got up that morning. I got there early. Uh, they let me in. I got waiting on him outside the elevator, and we went in his office. He invited me on in. You ought to have seen that place. I will never forget it. I mean, cherry wood everywhere, you know, and fixtures in the desk. And, oh, man, I, I never seen an office like that. But I found out he needed the Lord, too. Amen. And I've seen some of the poorest people. I mean, I've dealt with some of the poorest people you could think about. And I found out they need the Lord too. But uh, today in society, the rich and poor are getting further and further apart. I mean, you have very, very rich people. And then you have very poor people. And there's no middle ground, it seems like, anymore. Uh, that they used to, you know, you had a middle society. Uh, that would include me and you. Probably, but uh, nowadays it's just the rich and the poor. I know that uh, as you read the Bible, Jesus often talked about the rich and poor in the same conversation. Luke chapter 16, verse 19 through 23, talks about the rich man and the poor man who died, and so he couples those together the rich and poor. Jesus also spoke of the rich and poor. When he sat in the temple in Jerusalem and saw the poor come to cast their gifts into the treasure, in Luke 21. There are many wonderful and precious things money can't buy, though. 
the Bible says, and it makes it very plain, you can't buy peace of mind. You can't buy forgiveness of sins or a home in heaven. You can't buy love and loyalty, and a lot of people try it. Uh, you can't buy honor and joy. You can't buy happiness in a, Christ, a real Christian home. But Proverbs says, the rich and the poor in verse 2, meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. Uh, and I, so I went through the Bible and I got to think, well, how do they meet together? Well, first of all, they meet together in death. Hebrews 9 verse 27 says, As it appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Turn over to James, just a little bit past Hebrews there. And I want to read you a portion of Scripture there. In Hebrews, I mean in James chapter 1, verse 9. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as a flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perish. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endure temptation, for when he is te- tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Now what I'm talking about, when God appointed, uh, is appointed our comes, money ain't going to do you no good. Now, all the riches in the earth can't buy you another second when God says your time up. The Bible has a lot to say about the brevity of human life. It's a shadow passing quickly. It's a vapor. It's fragile. It's as grass, green one moment and dry and dead the next. Man's life appear for a little time, vanish away. Death is no respect of persons. Death never stops to consider if a man is rich or poor. Death never stops to consider whether one lives in a palace or in luxury or a little hut uh, in poverty. Death comes uninvited and suddenly, unexpected. And the Bible says, absent from the body is present with the Lord. Now, I have personally been present when a doctor has said to me, I can't help this situation. You better call on God who can. You don't have long to live. I've been around those kind, both rich and poor. And I found out something. Your money can't buy you a minute, and, and neither can being in the poor poverty buy you a minute more than God says. So they all meet in death. They meet together in sorrows also. <clears throat> Did you know I used to think that the only poor people is in sorrow? I mean, only poor people have trouble all the time. And then one time I was working over on the bay and the canals over there building big homes. And I saw across the canal, a man had a great big boat. And, and I watched what their young people do. And when daddy and mom ain't home, and I said, how about that? Rich people have problems too. Amen. And they have sorrow too. Not just the uh, poor people. And a lot of people have, have the idea that only poor people have problems. Job chapter 5 verse 7 says, Yet man is born in trouble. That is a sparks fly upward. Job 14 verse 1 says, Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. That's rich and the poor. 
riches cannot keep you from sorrow and tears. In fact, the Bible teaches all time riches causes a heartache and trouble. In First Timothy chapter six verse two ten, now I see many a man and woman with big diamond rings and on their fingers and so. Did you know I was reading it? Say, I didn't know we'd ever get to this place, but we're reading in New York and these out like Los Angeles and so on. All these rich people now they can't carry those watches that they used to wear, and they can't wear, go downtown with their rings on their fingers like they used to. And because they'll get robbed. And I know a lot of people that worries over their riches all the time. And they're scared to death somebody's going to take it from them. And uh, the rich and the poor meet together in sorrow. They meet together in hell. Jesus constantly warned men that the love of riches could not uh, damn their soul or could damn their soul. Matthew 19 is a tragic record of a young man who came running to Jesus yet lost his soul because he was not willing to repent and believe and be saved and listen to what he said. And when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. We had a friend over at our late place and he was always wanting to show off us things. I mean, he had a lot of money. In fact, he come to my wife one time said, I don't want you and the preacher wanting for anything. i got plenty of money. And uh, you just tell me what you want and I'll get it for you. She said, I don't want your money. He said, you're the only one that don't. Amen. But uh, I laughed at him one time. He, he wanted to go carry, show us where he went to church. And we went we, we went riding around. They carried us to dinner and everything. Went around. This is our church. The biggest church in Winter Haven. Never talked about the preacher, never talked about a sermon, never talked about uh, how they uh, live as a Christian, none of that. Just the size of the church and how beautiful it was and everything. You listen to me. A lot of people carry their riches and they think that if they got their riches, ain't nothing going to happen to me, I'm going to be all right. But the Bible says in Luke chapter 12, Jesus told another rich man who lost his soul. I've seen many poor people go out to meet the Lord, cursing God and men. And I've also seen rich men do the same thing. I had I was working for Shell Oil Company years ago, and a, a big tank rolled down off of a truck and rolled over on two uh, men's legs and broke them. And he was crippled the rest of his life, but he had a lot of money. And you know what he did? I tried to witness to him on the job, and he'd shake his fist at me and God and curse God for what happened to him and blame God for it. Rich and poor meet together in hell. Amen? Again, they meet together in judgment. The rich and poor alike shall stand before God in the day of judgment. When the heavens roll up like a scroll and the mountains and isles of the earth moved out of their place, all the unsaved, rich and poor, shall flee uh, to face uh, the face of the Son of God according to Revelation chapter 6. Can you imagine that? The rich and the poor alike shall be tormented, made to worship the Antichrist during the tribulation period. When the day of judgment comes and the rich and poor stand before the Son of God whom they rejected, no man will be asked then whether he was rich or whether he was poor. Where he has houses or lands, 
or automobiles or clothes. It won't be important on that day. The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. I like this. They meet together in salvation also. I think the Bible, I thank God that the Bible teaches both rich and poor can be saved. I forgot, I think it was Ms. Astor years ago, uh, it goes way back in, in history, but uh, she said, I'm so glad God put it, it was hardly, it's hardly for, it's hard for a rich person to get saved. He said, uh, she said, I'm so glad he left room there for me. It might be hard, but she said, I got saved. Amen. I never will forget reading that. And I think God, the Bible teaches that rich, both rich and poor can be saved. And I know a lot of preachers that go around poor-mouthing all the time about how poor they are and how pitiful they are that they got to give up everything and serve the Lord. And they don't believe, and a lot of churches don't believe a pastor or a preacher ought to be rich or to have any money. But I know a man, and he invented, you know, the, the, the little orange juice that you used to get. I don't know if they still do it on airplanes or not, but the little orange juice you used to get on the airplanes, that little plastic cover, he invented that thing. And automatically he become a millionaire. I want to ask you something. If he invented it, shouldn't he get the reward for it? That's his. Amen. God gave him the wisdom to do that. And somebody said, well, you ought not to be rich. He's a servant of God. Well, wait a minute. Get in the Bible and you'll find that Abraham, the friend of God, the Bible calls him, Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Joseph of Arimathea was very rich, yet he loved the Lord and begged for his body upon the cross. And the book of Isaiah says, And he made his grave with the rich in his death. Amen? Talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. The poor beggar who lay starving at the gates of the wicked rich men will be with the rich in heaven. Uh, one of my favorite stories is Mephibosheth. The little beggar got crippled in a fall, and yet the Bible says he eat at the king's table, even in his riches. And think about where he's at today. The rich and poor meet together in salvation. Now, when you read Second Samuel chapter nine and verse one through eight, that's my favorite story of the Bible. That's about Mephibosheth. And when I think about him sitting at that table with the king and the rich people there, and he's welcome there. You know what I like about salvation? I can talk to both kinds, the rich and the poor. When I first got saved, I was out knocking on doors trying to win people to the Lord. Every day I got a chance. And before God called me to preach, I had a, a what was a 66 Cadillac. That was the prettiest car. It was baby blue inside now. And I love that thing. I even got me a baby blue suit. And I, I thought I was something else. And I had an evangelist come to town one day. And uh, I carried him around in my Cadillac and was making some visits. He said, now, preacher, I want to help you. He said, you can't own a Cadillac and make visits and go see people. He said, you go see poor people in a Cadillac, they ain't going to listen to you. So I traded off and got me a Volkswagen. Amen. 
And I never will forget. You ask my wife, and she's, I don't think she's ever forgive me. I, I carried that Cadillac to the Volkswagen place. I come home, it had flower seats, had them big wide tires, and I had a steering wheel covered in flowers, and uh, I mean, you talk, orange, and I was ready. And I did find out something. Did you know that you can, you can visit in a Volkswagen, you can visit both rich and poor, and they neither want to say a thing. But you go to visit in a Cadillac to some people, and oh, the preacher done it stealing money from the church. He done buying his Cadillac, amen? And they just don't understand it. So I do find something. Riches do make a difference. But I think God they don't in the eyes of God that both rich and poor can be saved, amen? And I, I love to witness to both kinds. I never will forget just going down uh, Gallardo on Florida Dairy. I, uh, years ago, I went down to see him, made an appointment with him, went in to see him, and I said, Sir, I want, I want, to, I want you to go to heaven with me. Now, I'm talking about a rich guy. He owned all this dairies thing around here. And everything. I went and sat down and talked to him. And after a few minutes, I got to lead him to saving faith in Christ. And I found out I walked away from there just as happy if I had led the poorest person in town to the Lord. I found out some. He needs the Lord just as much as I do. And anybody else does. Amen. And I like what the Bible says. The rich and the poor meet together before God. The same. We're all going to be without anything there except the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I love it. Amen. Pray with me. Father, would you bless now in the coming hour. We're excited about being in this place for your people. We always are. We're expecting you to do something great. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.